One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. It's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This afternoon, we've got our Round 13 team list review. I'm joined by my 5'8". He's been on an extended spell. He's become a father in the last few weeks. Natty, welcome back. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'll be a bit rusty in this uh, podcast, mate. I'm just going to get to my kicks, make my tackles, X's and O's tonight, and uh, we'll see how we go. Nah, go rogue. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my style, mate. That's my style. How's, uh, how's Bub going, mate? Yeah, everything's good. Um, oh, deep in the baby bubble. I don't know what the fuck I did with my spare time before I had this kid because I've got nothing. I've got no spare time at all. So, But it's been good, mate. It's, um, it's definitely the highs and the lows. That's for sure. That uh, that right hand of yours will be glad to have a rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. There's no time for that, that's for sure. Mate, Thursday night, we kick off round 13. The Dragons up against the Roosters. We've had a host of changes here, obviously. Corey Norman's been dropped, so Ben Hunt moves to six. Adam Clune in at seven. The Roosters have had a change in their halves as well. Uh, Kyle Flanagan's out this week, so Lachlan Lamb gets his chance at seven. I've been really impressed with Lamb the last few weeks. I think he's come on and done some really good things. Yeah, um, he's looked really busy around the ruck, um, and he's he runs the ball strong and hard as well, so... I think Luke Keery will be the main guy for the Roosters here, and Lachlan Lamb will just be another runner. But, um, yeah, I, I don't mind it, mate. I'm not sure what happened to Flano there, but, um, yeah, I don't think it'll be very um, serious. The other name that stands out for me for the Dragons, he's a guy that I've liked for a long time. It's good to see him getting a shot. I think he's more of an edge forward, but he's playing lock this week, Jackson Ford. Yeah, he got, um, he got a, a lot of minutes last week. I, I sort of... Toggled between uh, Blake Lowry and Jackson Ford for a bit of a pickup last week in one of my leagues, and I went Blake Lowry in. I mean, forty-seven. It's not not terrible, but it's not great either. But Jackson Ford definitely got the lion's share of minutes there in the Ford pack. Mate, obviously the Roosters they've been a little bit shaky the last few weeks, but surely form can't be too far away. Are you confident here in 
in people's classic sides? Do they captain Teddy? Do they VC him? What are your thoughts? I think it's always fraught with danger if you're captaining any player. I know Teddy's he's the man, but I think it's fraught with, fraught with danger captaining a player first game of the round. Um, I'd be VCing him and just make sure you've got your team set up for your VC loophole in case, in case he goes crazy. Mitch Orbison plays his 300th game. I think he becomes the 39th player ever. What an achievement. Yeah, Orbo, he's, he's a staple in this side. They absolutely love him. Um, does nothing for Supercoach, but in real life, um, I mean, he's a staple, isn't he? He's, um, he's amazing for the Roosters. I've just heard a rumour too, and I, I'm not sure if it's going to go ahead, but the mail I've heard is not too bad. Apparently, Jacob Host has just signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing there next week. Keep an eye on that one. Let's have yeah, a okay. look at the Friday night, 6pm, Manly Seagulls up against the New Zealand Warriors. My boy, Cade Casty returns for Manly. Um, I unfortunately dropped him in one of my comps last week, thinking it was Red Rover for him. And Dylan Walker, the poor bastard, comes in. And within a matter of minutes, he's Gornski again. Yeah, look, I, I did a similar thing. I picked up Dylan Walker thinking, um, you know, he's back in the side. Manly's run into the into round 20, so Supercoach Finals is just amazing. Um, and he put up one point, and now Cade Custer's back in. Saying that, if he's out there, available, waivers, free agent, whatever, pick him up because, yeah, mate, he, he's a bit of a gun. For the New Zealand Warriors, of course, we had the shock news this morning that uh, Blake Green is leaving. He's gone to Newcastle. We'll talk about him when we get to the Knights, but it means that Chanel Harris-DeVita comes in at halfback. Obviously, if he's on your waiver wire, he's a must-have as a half, isn't he? Yeah, look, I, I do like him as a player and he kicks goals, obviously, but I'm just worried about the Warriors, man. Um, the the shots they've taken over the last few weeks, I, I just think stick a fork in them, they are done. It's it's hard to get up for games when you, you sort of each week something someone's leaving or, you know, you're taking losses. I don't know. I just, I just wouldn't want any Warriors in my side. Mate, you sound like me from four weeks ago, and every week since then, I'm still coming up with fucking donuts on them. I, I don't know when when they're going to hit the wall, but I'm getting sick of calling them out. I'll tell you one guy that has impressed me, uh, Jack Hetherington, since he's arrived. I think he moved out to the edge last week, and he looked amazing. Yeah, look, mate, when he came up against Big JWH there, that was um, that was impressive because he's a young buck, um, and apparently uh, from all. Um, that has seen him throw him. He can throw hands. So, um, yeah, look, he's, he's definitely plugged a hole there for the Warriors, and he's doing a great job. Apparently, he can stink with the best of them. I'll be avoiding him at all costs. The other guy Ooh. that's been really impressive, uh, Katoa out on the left edge. He's one hell of a footballer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, mate. He's he's a shining light for the Warriors at the moment, um, one of the very few shining lights in the team. Uh, look, 80 minutes with him, he's putting up 65-plus points every week. Uh, and runs a great line. He's a great target for the halves there running on the edge. Yeah, he's a perfect one of the one of the best rookies that have come um, in the league this year, I think. The late game on Friday night, South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Brisbane Broncos. South Sydney, I'm having a look through their team list. I think they're one to seventeen from last week. Not seeing any major changes there. I'll tell you one that's impressed me over the last few weeks has been Bailey Siren and he's just gone to another level, hadn't he? Yeah, he's um I knew that he once he got minutes that he would be um, a bit of a gun there on the edge. Uh, it's just with that left edge, it always worries me with Cody Walker because he's never been the type of half to use his running second rowers. He's always used them as a bit of a a, um, a dummy go himself or spin it out the back to the to the fullback or centre. 
So he'll get through his work. He'll do his tackles and hit-ups. But as far as upside goes, I just can't see it just because of Cody Walker. Mate, the other one to keep an eye on, of course, Adam Reynolds. They reckon he's going to play, but you need to keep an eye on him. I mean, if he is out, it'll see Troy Dargan come into the halves. And if you're short on a half or a 5-8, you could do much worse than Dargan, couldn't you? Yeah, I've heard you um, hype up Dargan before. And, yeah, he's definitely um, yeah a young gun in the wings waiting for his shot. For Brisbane, uh, we've seen a few changes here. Obviously, Anthony Milford's injured, so that sees Brody Croft return at six, and Darius Boyd stays at one. You know, when I saw Darius Boyd named at one last week, I thought, good God, this is Red Rover before it starts. But, mate, he played a pretty handy game there, didn't he? I don't, I don't, I don't mind him. Um, you know, you read a lot of bullshit on Twitter and, and socials about how he shouldn't be there, but I, I think um, I think the number seven's his. I, I think he looked likely every time he had the ball. Um he was running when he should have, passing when he should have. Like, I, I was really impressed with this game, to be honest. Mate, the Brisbane Broncos over the last few weeks, you know, it hasn't been pretty, but I think the most fucked up thing about them has been my Mondays and Tuesdays are just dominated by fucking tweets coming in and people sending me messages and screenshots of what's going on at Brisbane training. There's always something happening, and today they've been rocked by it. They've just gone to a new level, haven't they? Poor old Katoni Staggs in a bit of uh, chicken and corn trouble. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mad Dog's been um, doing a bit of work behind closed go- closed doors. Um, so watch this space with, with Stags. I don't know what's going to happen there. But one thing with the Broncos last weekend, they were a completely different side. They played a lot better. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can see a bit of um, gumption from the Brisbane Broncos in the weeks to come. The other big in is, of course, David Fafita returns. Uh, he signed with the Titans a few weeks ago, but... It, he is just such a big in for them. He's going to add so much more impact. I mean, if you didn't know the context of this season, you were reading this forward pack, Flegler, Turpin, Haas, Fafita, Tavita Pangai Jr. and Paddy Carrigan. Fuck me, it's a side. It is, mate. And the thing with David Fafita is they need to know how to use him correctly. And I think you and I talked about this earlier in the season. Uh, Brody Croft just wasn't using him correctly. I think... Do you think Tom Dearden stays on that right edge um, and Brody Croft on the left? I'm not sure switch? how it's going to line up, to be honest with you. I, I, I haven't done, I haven't watched them closely enough, to be honest with you, but I, I'm hoping Croft stays on that right edge. And I think I think you might see Croft hopefully use Fafita a little bit better when he's not the halfback and it's not his job to steer them around the park. I think Tommy Dearden, he's really solid at that. And I think it might take a bit of pressure off Croft. And I'm hoping he runs first and he passes second. And it means that... You know, if he's running, there's eyes on him, and it's just going to create opportunities for that right edge. Which, fuck, when they're on, it's the, I don't think there's anything more lethal in rugby league than David Fafita and Katoni Stags. It really could be anything there. Yeah, give give those boys early ball and let them do what they do best, and just that is embarrassing the defence. Did you see Stags last week? He's he's just a freak athlete, isn't he? He's amazing, mate. Um, and he's big. He's big. He's strong. He does have some defensive lapses. Um, he makes some poor decisions in defense sometimes. But as far as attack goes, like I said, just give him the ball early and just watch him go. I guess the other man to watch here for late changes is Matthew Lodge. He's on the bench for the in the extended bench for the Brisbane Broncos jersey number twenty. You know, we're hearing he could be back this week or next week. Apparently, they're going to avoid surgery for him. So, I mean, there might be a few comps where he's sitting on your waiver wire. If you've got a spare spot, I would say grab him and just see what happens. You never know. He manages to get his minutes back. He's a star, isn't he? Grab him. Put him on your bench. I mean, if it works out, you're a genius. If it doesn't, piss him off again.
Mate, the uh, Super Saturday kicks off at 3pm with the Melbourne Storm taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. And as per the theme today, team list Tuesday, fucking carnage everywhere. We've got Ryan Pappenhausen missing. Nico Hines comes in. I know both of us are big fans of this kid. He just... He just needs an opportunity, and a game like this, he's a perfect plug-and-play this week, isn't he? The plug-and-play doesn't get any bigger than um, Nico here, so if he's, if you're after a win or, mate, you, you've got an injury in your fullback spot or whatever, pick him up, play him. He could do some real damage against the Bulldogs this weekend. The other one missing, of course, is Cameron Smith, a uh, pretty handy footballer, but he's replaced by Brandon Smith, who can also throw a pill himself, can't he? Big time. Watch Brandon Smith get 60, 65 points in his sleep this weekend. He's, we all know what he can do, and he's just, he's, a, he's a lock for those sort of points um, in your Supercoach side this weekend. You must be excited about Brandon Smith playing hooker in your draft, eh? Yeah, fuck. Uh, so I, I saw that you dropped Kenny Bromwich, and I thought, well, that's a nice little pickup. So use the waiver priority to. to pick up Kenny, but dropped Brandon Smith thinking, look, they're not using him at front row anymore. He's coming off the bench. And, of course, what the fuck happens? Cam Smith goes down with an injury. Ah, them's the breaks, eh? I actually already knew that story, but I just wanted to hear it again. It just makes me smile. I know. Um, yeah, you, t- you teed it up nicely, man. <laughs> the man on the bench for the Melbourne Storm, Big Tino. What a signing by the Titans. He's going to be a powerhouse over the next few years, isn't he? I love everything about this kid. He um, Look, he's getting... He's getting like mid-40s minutes. If he's available, get him because it's what he does with those minutes. And another thing to look at is how often Storm score through the middle. It's better than any team. Um, Brandon Smith and Cameron Smith both love to use those big boys close to the line. Uh, so he, he's a big chance for, for a try against sides that have weak middles. So I'd be picking him up if he's available. Over the other side of the fence, uh, we see T- Timmy Lafayette playing his second game in the centres. I actually didn't get to watch him too closely last week. Did Did you get to see him? Look, yeah, he, he played all right. Um, it's, just, it's just the dogs just have very little attack in them. There's not much um, doing, is there? Yeah, like there's a couple of blokes in this side that in any other team they could be absolutely absolute stars. Sorry, Jake Avarillo, the try he scored in the corner, you won't see any fucking better than that. And if he's in any other side, he's one of the best you know CTWs um, that you could pick up in Supercoach. So it's tough if it's a dry track. Um, you know, Storm could just put forty on the dogs. Avarillo, you know, everyone's talking about that that put down, which, don't get me wrong, was incredible, but, fuck, it was a great catch at pace, like, coming in off the blind to catch that ball behind him. He really is going to be a, a strong little footballer there. The one that surprises me here, and, you know, maybe I'm too harsh on him, but their dummy half, um, Katoa, who's left Penrith last year and arrived there, I, I can't believe he's starting over Jeremy Marshall King. No, look, I'm not going to mix words. He is absolutely shit ass. Um, and I used to go on and on about um, him when he was playing at Panthers because the service he was giving Cleary out of dummy half was putting him back a step, a step and a half. And as a as a halfback on the run, trying to get the up, up over the advantage line, you need that ball right where you need it every single time. And he is terrible at it. So, yeah, mate, I'm not a fan of this at all. Mate, especially if I'm coaching this side and I've got um, Kieran Foran in my halves, I'm, I'm not risking anyone giving him fucking hospital balls. It, it just seems like trouble to me, but see how it unfolds. What have you um, What have you thought about Luke Thompson in his first few weeks of the NRL? 
mate, exactly what uh, what the hype was all about. Um, he's a mobile big unit that loves the rough stuff that gets involved all game long, and that's exactly what he's been doing. Um, perfect lock for the dogs. I mean, perfect lock for any any side really. He's um, he gets in and does his work uh, with very little errors. Raymond Five Tala Mariner is the other man that I've been really impressed with. I think he scored Go. three tries in the last three weeks. I had him in my draft team a few months ago, and I held him for two or three weeks and then went, fuck, I'm not doing this dance with Dean Pace. Screw this. I'm getting rid of him. And then he plays 80 minutes the week after. Fucking heartbreaking, man. Look, I've got him in one of my draft sides, and he's an absolute gun. The thing with RFM is he's one of their main weapons. There's not many weapons in the dog side, but he's definitely either the best weapon or the second best weapon they've got. That drift across field and short ball to the big fella running close to the line, I mean, it, it's it's happened again and again and again. And obviously, he's in some try-scoring form. So hard to come up against the, the storm and do that sort of thing again, but I think they'll try it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Without a doubt. The other one in this Canterbury side, if you're an Aiden Tolman owner in draft, I think you're, you're, you're kicking stones here. He, he's been sent back to the bench and Ogden's starting. I'm looking at that bench. Marshall King, Tolman, Suaso Sue, and Remus Smith. I mean, I know he's on the bench, but surely he's not getting that bad minutes there, is he? I wouldn't be surprised to see him come on in that 20-minute mark and play the rest of the game. I can't see Ogden doing more than 40 minutes, to be honest. Um, I think he's just there to do the, the tough stuff for the first 20 minutes of the game. And then, like you said, um, Tom will come on and just toil away like he does. Saturday, 5.30, we've got the Newcastle Knights up against the West Tigers. Had a few changes here for the Knights. We see uh, young uh, Stafford, is it Toa, starting on the wing. Um, That'll do. We've heard, I, I've heard a lot of big raps about him. I haven't seen him play much footy, have you? No, I'm, I'm the same with you. I've just heard the raps. Um, and he's obviously going to be playing on that left edge, which a lot of traffic in the, in the Knights attack uh, goes down, so he, he's worth a pickup. Same with an Anari Tuala, like he's going to be sitting in that left uh, center spot uh, because Bradman Best is out. And I think with Blake Green coming into the side, I think that's an advantage for that left edge attack for the Knights because Kurt Mann, as good as he's been, he has been just a runner of the ball. Every time he gets the ball, He's running. He's never looking to pass. Um, so, you know, obviously Blake Green's going to be trying to put those players on the left edge um, through some gaps. And obviously they're attacking and upside might go through the roof. Mate, I'm actually tipping a bit of a swap here. I think Mitchell Pierce will play left. He used to play it a lot with the Roosters uh, back in the day. And I wouldn't be shocked to see Pierce play left side and Blake Green play right over the next few weeks. We'll see how it unfolds. I guess the other side... Of the fence, you've got David Nofaluma and Joey Leilua back together coming up against that Newcastle Knights left side. It's just screaming points, isn't it? Yeah, mate. Uh, I mean, uh, there's just attack, attack, attack in this Tigers team, um, and they're exciting to watch. Yeah, look, um, like you said, it's going to be it's going to be an exciting team to watch this weekend. The other man, of course, Kurt Mann. He's playing hooker this week. Uh, they've got. Phoenix Crossland on the bench. So, I mean, I, I Kurt's just – he's been playing such good footy at 5'8", and he's just been setting the world alight. He's in one of my draft teams. And, I'm you know, I'm excited to see him play hooker. He's going to get a heap of base stats. But the way he's going at 5'8", I, I, it sounds crazy to say you'd rather a centre wing be at 5'8 than hooker. But I'm a bit torn. I'm so worried that he's going to get injured within the next three weeks as well. Yeah, it's definitely not the position uh, that – He's going to showcase his skills, but I guess 
mate, he'll take whatever he can get and, and, and he'll do a job off the bench for the Knights there. Um, but we'll see how Kurt Mann goes at nine. Obviously, a lot of traffic will be coming his way. He has been carrying an injury as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kurt Mann doesn't play the 80 and they sort of just rest him a little bit and Crossland comes in and they maybe do a bit of a shuffle around the team there. I guess the other one to watch, of course, in this side is jersey number 18, Chris Randall. I wouldn't be shocked to see him come in somewhere. It seems a bit odd to me to run with Phoenix Crossland and Kurt Mann. I, I thought you, you'd want a Chris Randall in that side. But we'll move on to the Tigers, and there's mass changes here. And, I'm, mate, I'm, I'm heartbroken at the moment, and I'm sure you are too with him in your draft team. Harry Grant, what's doing? Oh, yeah, we talked about it for the podcast, mate. Um, he has been struggling with that hand injury, and I guess that's all that it can come. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down to maybe it's just to sort of give him a week off, let him rest it and um, come back better in round 14. But fuck me, not a great week. I've I've copped it hard, this uh, TLT. I've got my guns dropping all over the place. And, um, mate, Harry Grant's been a staple captain for me and my side. So, yeah, not happy. It's weird, mate. I was sitting in the bushes out the front of Harry Grant's place last night and I didn't think anything was up. Yeah, yeah, no, fair call. I, yeah, I was texting you at the same time just going, yeah, look, uh, how's he looking? How's the rig? Um, and, um, yeah, no no, no, uh, no news. Mate, outside of that, uh, of course, there's the uh, there's the young bloke that's come from the Roosters that's allowed Sonny Will Williams to come into the side. He's making his debut for the Tigers. Outside, to- Tommy Talao, who's playing centre. The other man I want to talk about in this side, he's really impressed me, and in Supercoach, he's available at centre wing. He's playing second row, Sam McIntyre. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, great pickup. Like you said, um, playing back row, available CTW. You can't get any better than that. He runs a great line, scored a try on the weekend. Um, and I also, I love that right edge um, that obviously is going to be used in that role, running a, a straight hard line close to the try line. Um, great pickup for as however long he's in that um, side. But yeah, plug and play for sure this week. Of course, the other one returning as well is Luke Brooks. He's playing 5-8 this week. I'm assuming we'll still see Benji on the right and Luke Brooks on the left. So getting back to, you know, how they looked at the start of the season, what are your thoughts on Brooksy? Oh, mate, if he gets 80 minutes um, and he's back and he's, you know, he's cemented his spot back in the that 5-8 spot in the left edge, mate, perfect. Oh, mate, he could do some damage. I think, I think um, he's got the skill, the talent um, to go 60-plus for the remainder of the season if um, he's given the chance. Mate, I'm just looking at the outs from this game, and fuck, for Supercoach Classic, it's heartbreaking. Bradman Best, Alex Twole, Harry Grant. It's an absolute shit fight. Yeah, I did not expect um, the caliber of names to be dropped or, or, or be missing from TLT this this Tuesday. And, um, I'm, mate, I'm, I'm actually rattled. I don't know what to do. I'm, uh, I'm half sort of trying to go through the team list and also trying to work out in my head what I'm going to do here in the waiver tonight. But, um, mate, I'll... <laughs> It's going to be, um, yeah, it's be toggle-fucking my side in and out. 
um, over the next couple of days, I think. It's Barney Rubble without a doubt. Let's move to the 7.35 game. We've got the Penrith Panthers up against the Canberra Raiders. Uh, Penrith, Caleb Aiken starts at fullback again. Um, he's He's been solid without, you know, absolutely braining it the last few weeks, hasn't he? He's just doing a job, mate. He's um, It's just more or less not fucking up for the side and uh, holding that spot until Edwards comes back. Um, you can't say anything bad about him. You obviously can't say anything good about him. He's just there. He's just a bit of a, a bit of a nothing. Uh, Appy Curacao starts this week. It's good to see him back. I mean, when, when they weren't going to have him last week, I was really worried, and he came in and he just brained it, didn't he? He's an absolute gun. Um, I, I don't know what I can say about him that I haven't already said. Um, Appy Curacao with 80 minutes is just sexy as fuck. For the Raiders, Charles Nickel Clockstead returns from that finger injury that, mate, I think I would have called it a day on life if that happened to my finger. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. As soon as um, your bones are sticking out of your skin, um, yeah, no go for me. Yeah, miss me with that. Uh, As for the rest of the Raiders' side, I think they're 1-17 from last week. Um, Harawira Naira last week, he came on and played centre when uh, the young bloke Semi went off the field how do you see them using him? Do you think he'll be used as a middle? I guess the other effect of what happened last week was that Hudson Young played 13 and played big minutes and had a big score there. I'm not sure if that'll be Hudson Young's reality moving forward. What are your thoughts? I've got no idea, mate. Your guess is as good as mine. You've obviously got Josh Papali at front row. He plays big minutes for there. Um, Dynamis Louie, he's going to sort of swap um, in and out for Ryan Sutton, I guess. But then you've got Joseph Tapine and CHN there that are both sort of back rowers. So I'm not exactly sure how the rotation's going to be. But originally, I was worried for John Bateman's minutes. But obviously, with the injury in the back line last weekend, he sort of was able to play that full game. But yeah, I don't know, mate. What do you reckon? I can't see Johnny Bateman not playing AU, to be honest with you. He just he looked like a man on a mission the other night, didn't he? He's loose, mate. He is loose. He's just one of those pure footballers. My my only warning to draft players would be if Hudson Young is sitting on that waiver and you'll pick one, two, or three, don't get sucked into that big score from last week because it, it could be a false reality, and I think there's bigger options that will be available. Not, yeah, right? yeah, he won't get those minutes again. Not with that bench. No way. Let's move to Sunday afternoon. We've got the Gold Coast Titans up against the North Queensland Cowboys. Mate, mistake me if I'm wrong. Are the Titans the best team in Queensland at the moment or what? Very close. Um, and and it sort of it tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth to say that. But, yeah, look, they, um, they've looked not too bad the last couple of weeks. And there's a few players um, they get back on deck. I thought AJ Brimson was was pretty good at his first hit out last weekend. Brian Kelly's just he's an elite center. Um, and you got Big Mo just doing his business in the front row. Imagine what a Brian Kelly would do if he landed in Melbourne or at the Roosters. He could be fucking anything, couldn't he? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean. He does damage in a Titans team. He like really in in a, a real attacking team with some with some sharp halves. Yeah, he could be absolutely anything. The other guy, and you know, I'm not uh, reinventing the wheel here. Everyone knows about him, but Mo Fodawaka, he has been amazing this year. He's incredibly unlucky. He's at the team he is because if he was in just about any other team, I think he'd be regarded as a top five front rower in the game. Yeah, he's he's something special, mate, and he can play 80 minutes. He's got a massive engine on him. He's sort of like a, a smaller 
Payne Haas, really. He gets through a mountain of work. He's got a sneaky sort of late um, left foot step and an offload as well. He's got all the tools. Um, and to be honest, if I was the coach, I'd be using him to his fullest and just letting him stay out there. Mate, for the Cowboys, obviously their halfback, Michael Morgan, he returns. You know, they've been waiting a long time for him. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes. I would say that whoever had him in your draft comps, they probably held on to him. But if for whatever reason he's sitting on that waiver wire, you need to grab him, don't you? Oh, big time. Yeah. Look, um, Mick Morgan has been a 55 average player for the last, I think, four years. So I can't see that changing. Um, he'll do a lot of work. He'll be the centerpiece for the Cowboys from now on. Um, it's just a worry that the back line that they have there, there's, you know, the, you can't really get excited about anyone in that side other than maybe Kyle Felt. I had a lot of people messaging me over the last two or three weeks about Shane Wright picking him up in draft teams, and I know a lot of people have gone for him thinking he'll be a 50-55 second row for the rest of the season. He's gone to 18th man this week. Not pretty, is it? So, yeah, yeah, look, um, they've always sort of had big raps on this Mitchell Dunn, and he's floated in and out of the side. He's played a bit of centre. He's been on the bench. He's been in the back row. I think they favour him uh, well and truly over right. I think uh, Josh McGuire is playing the best footy I've ever seen him play. You know, rugby league needs villains, and is there a better villain than Joshy McGuire? He's the best, mate. He's yeah, he's he's one of their go-getters um, in the forward pack. He leads from the front. Um, and obviously, with the with the injuries to Jordan McLean over the last few year, few weeks, um, he's gone to another level with the minutes that he's been given. Um, and for for Super Coach, the points that he's been putting up in the in the guts there, amazing. Mate, obviously, we're talking Cowboys. We have to talk Jason Taumalolo. He's up against the Titans this week. Are we going over or under eighty points? Over, hundred percent. The chance that he scores a try here is huge. Um, and the fact that Reese Robson, he's, he's sort of like um, Cameron Smith in a way that when they're that close to the line, if they're within five metres, his first call is always that short ball to someone steaming onto the onto the burst there. So, um, yeah, mate, I like him for an anytime try score, a big JT. Let's move to the last game of the week. We've got the Cronulla Sharks up against the Parramatta Reels. Um, the Sharkies, they get Matty Moylan back at six. Ramian returns at the centre. Oh, stop traffic. You've just you've just brushed over your man there. Who's back? What? Matty Moylan, look out. The sirens are going. I don't know what you're talking about. Mate. How long is he going to be I've back? I've got no We're idea what you're dribbling on with. No idea. Hey? Anyway, let's move on. We've got <laughs> Darren Locke here at six for the Cronulla Sharks. And then we've got <laughs> Sifatalakai. He's starting in the back row over Britton Nakora. He's on the extended bench. Interesting to see if there's late changes there. Yeah, there'll be a late change there for sure. If, if Nakora's fit, um, he'll be on that right edge for sure. No but doubt. in all seriousness, Matty Moylan back. It's a big in for them if he can stay fit, and I'll let you explode now. Off we go. Mate, in, in all honesty, one more hamstring injury, it's time to hang him up, champion, really. I, if he does hang him up, I'll still draft him next year. Back me you in. You will. You will, 100%. I think this team, you know, we're, except for Chatty Townsend, we're start, you know, this is close to the best team I could see them putting out realistically. They've still got Andrew Fafita to come in, but... Mate, I'm not sure if these blokes like Royce Hunt, Hamlin ULA, Woods, Jackie Williams, I, I'm not I'm not sure if they're not doing more than what Andrew Fafita would at the moment. He just looks reasonably shot to me. Yeah, it's look, I, I've seen him on a few 
free agencies. Um, and I've thought, you know, because you look at the name and you go, Andrew Fafita, well, get him in. But, yeah, hamstrings, knees, yeah, it's all shot. I can't – even if he does come back, I can't see him playing more than 40 minutes. Um, and it just doesn't equate to enough points, does it? I'm calling him yesterday's hero, but I would. There, there's nothing I'd be more happy about being wrong, to be honest with you. I, ho- I hope he finds it again, but from what I've seen, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, and with all these young um, big boppers that the Sharks have got, they don't need him. I mean, Aaron Woods is, is turned the clock back. Um, Hamlin Ueli is amazing. Royce Hunt, Talakai, they're all playing out of their skin, so yeah. They really don't need him to go above and beyond, so I can't imagine him going back to his best. Tell me about the halfback, Sean Johnson. I mean, there's a lot of talk around him at the moment. He's flown up the Dally M's. If you look at the stats, he's got a heap of try assists. I don't think he's going as good as what everyone's carrying on with, and I think this will be a big test for him. And, I, you know, I don't want to call him a flat-track bully, but... Mate, I, I, I want to see him do what he's been doing to the bottom sides against a top side like this in the Parramatta Eels. I mean, his try assists have been through the roof and he's leading the comp in try assists. But what we want to see from him is taking the line on when there's opportunities um, and gaps in the defence. And he just hasn't been doing that. Whether the whether he's lost a little bit of pace because of the hamstrings injuries or he's lost a bit of confidence because of these injuries, I'm not sure. But it just seems like he's pass first, maybe run later sort of player at the moment. Um and if you're not braining teams and there's not a lot of tries with try assists going about, you'll see him drop way back down the pack. And uh, like you said, that it's going to be a massive test up against the Eels who are conceding fuck all points. Um, and I think he'll struggle. Mate, there's obviously been a lot of talk last few weeks, a lot of people VCing and captaining him. Surely he's an avoid this week, isn't he? Don't go near him. I mean, there's way better options this week for sure. For the Parramatta Reels, I think they're 1-17. to We've seen Ryan Madison. He still hasn't found his way in. So Another uh, hit. Neocore, yeah, mate. Fuck, they just keep coming, don't they? Neocore yep. starting in the back row. Uh, I assume after last week he's probably not on anyone's waiver list, but if he is there, I think you could do much worse. Yeah, look, um, you're playing 80 on that edge, running off uh, Moses there. Yeah, you can do way worse. The other guy that's really impressed me in this side, he's coming off the bench, Andrew Davey. I think he only debuted a few weeks ago. He's 28 years old or something. Handy little offload. He's a good little footballer, isn't he? Yeah, he looks really good. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's the, the sort of number 14 you need in your side. Someone to come on, spark a lot of energy and electricity into your side and just lift when sort of everyone's sucking the big ones in and, and looking for a rest. And that's exactly what he did for the years last week. Mate, the big three in this engine room, Regan Campbell, Gillard, Junior Paulo, and Nathan Brown, how good have they been? How good? I mean, first of all, Junior Paulo's a fucking freak, but how good has RCG been this year? Mate, it's like he's just grown an extra leg, hasn't it? It's I honestly didn't expect this at all. Unbelievable. Like, you sort of half expect Junior Paulo to do what he does. You know, he, he's busting tackles, he's offloading, he's doing what we all expect him to do, but Man, Regan Campbell-Gillard's gone to a whole nother level. Um, and, yeah, he's really, really impressed me. Is Mitch Moses or Clint Gutherson, are they captain options for you this week? The way Clint Gutherson's playing, I'd probably captain him over Moses. Um, but to be honest, either one of them's uh, worth a shot. The Sharks are the sixth worst um, 
defensive side in the league um, when it comes to conceding super coach points. So, mate, they could do, do a job on them here. Mate, as for the you know the entire round, the captaincy option as we get to the end of this season is going to be more and more important. I don't think I can go past James Tedesco as my number one captain for the week. I just I can't see the Roosters staying down for too much longer. Have you got your eye on anyone? Mate, if you've got Teddy and Jason Tomalolo in your side, it doesn't get any better than VCing Teddy and captaining Jason Tomalolo against the Titans. I mean, perfect. It looks to be a winning bet, mate. Tell me, what's the go with the uh, weekly rub down? Are, are, are we getting stuck back into it soon, or what's the go? Yeah, yeah, mate. We're gonna we're gonna come um, back with a couple of podcasts. We thought, look, it's a little bit late in the season to be sort of gearing up for a week in week out podcast. But what we've been doing is putting a lot of effort and and studying into coming up with a bit of a strength of schedule podcast. We'll do probably two. Um, we'll do the first one that'll cover rounds thirteen. To 16 and this is for the guys that are sort of coming you know 8th 7th 8th 9th they're a bit down the ladder and they've got to make a run to sort of make the um the finals depending on how your league set up might be a top top five or a top eight system um so we'll be looking at sides that have got the best um run in terms of super coach points and then we'll sort of be honing in on some targets that you might be able to trade for or definitely grab off the waiver or free agent and then our second podcast will be all about 17 to 20 and this is this is the path to glory this is the finals um and if you're in sort of the top four in your league definitely tune in for this podcast because we'll be covering the best players that you'll have you'll need in your side to just go bang 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 and grab that championship. Mate, in my draft comp, we've got a rule that we have a trade deadline. So normally it's Origin 2 and you can't trade after that. And in for, for, for our comp this year, because of COVID and everything, we've brought it to the, the kickoff of round 13. So the Ooh. bloke that's sitting there with Tom Travojevic, he's just about out of contention. He, he he's, he's that classic, he can mathematically make it. So we're all sitting on the edge of our seat, and he's a bit of a rogue trader. So we're all just sitting on the edge of our seat, waiting to see where Tommy Turbo lands. I'm sure in your review of the of of the the finals of Supercoach, Tommy Travojevic will play a decent role, mate. If you have just run your eye over Manly's run from round 17 to 20, and you'll you'll know it's the Tommy Travojevic is way up there on our list. Yeah, if he's fit you're in some serious trouble. The other guy I was just looking at it the other day, I think Kalen Bonger, he's got a really easy matchup in the grand final. He might have the Titans or Canterbury or someone. So it's time to start thinking about those. You know, if, if you know you're going to make the top eight, which hopefully most of our keen listeners already know they're in the eight, you know, you've got to start planning for your team round 17 to round 20 because it's all irrelevant outside of that, isn't it? 100%. And by, by now, this point in the season, you know how well the other teams are going and who you will probably match up against in the finals, whether that be the semi-final or the grand final, you know, sort of like the two or three teams that you're going to be up against. So it's time to start looking at those teams and start planning for the win against those teams. Um, Because if you don't, you'll end up in the finals and you'll have these players in your side that you want. Yeah, but their average is great. But all of a sudden they come up against the storm in your grand final I get 20 points. It could be the difference between winning and losing. So 
fucking pay attention. The rub's coming. I'm sure that you'll touch on it when you get to the rub down, but just for our listeners, if you own a heap of West Tigers players in your draft team, you need to have a look at their draw and thinking about what you're doing with a Harry Grant or with a Luciana Leilua or a David Nofaluma because they're... I, I, from the draws that I've seen, theirs seems to be an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, Tigers is definitely the worst. Um, there are a few players that are match up. It doesn't matter who they play. Like, you know, I think Harry Grant's one of those players where it doesn't matter who he plays, he's going to play well. But like like you said, Joey Leilua, Nofo, those outside backs and halves, I'd definitely be looking at trading them at their peak value. If you've got Nofo, this is a perfect time to trade him. Yeah, trade up for someone big. Mate, yep. It's been fantastic to have you back. Uh, we look forward to hopefully getting you again every Tuesday for our team list. Can we lock you down? I'm back, baby. I'm back. It's got a bit of a uh, uh, Trent Robinson feel, bringing back uh, the import from uh, Toronto for the lead into the finals. Jeez, I love the comparison. I'll take it all day, champion. The only difference is i got a busted asshole. <laughs> yeah, nice one. It's been a pleasure again, brother. I look forward to hearing from you next week. Legend. Thanks, Gary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.